the Pete's no hey it's the rebel taxi pizza party podcast who are you people hey i'm jim hey i'm gables oh about time nolan introduce yourself (laughs) and that's nolan and this is the pizza party podcast (laughs) gables and gables is here everyone and stevs is missing yeah yeah oh fucking gables Guys, don't talk so loud. Ow. <laughs> Gables, would you like to explain how hard you fucked up the last time you were on the podcast? Yep. Oh, man. Okay, so if anyone couldn't hear me last time, like, if you could faintly hear my voice. Cable, I can't hear you. What'd you say? <laughs> Shut up, Jim. Sorry. <laughs> um, If you could barely hear my voice, it's because my mic was slightly unplugged. So my voice recorded a little more quieter than before. You dumbass. So yeah. the next video is going to be a Patreon review raffle of My Life as a Teenage Robot review. Remember that show? I know a lot of people want to fuck the robot. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty much the entire fandom now. It's just people who want to fuck the robot. Yeah. I mean, by the time most of the fandom is 50, they will get to fuck robots. Oh, so. man. Thank God for that. The American dream is coming true. (laughs) Hell yeah. But uh, this video review actually has one of those montages that I usually do. Those two nominees. You haven't made one of those in fucking forever. Yeah. Wow. The last one was for uh, SWAT cats. And that was back in like October Mm -hmm. of 2015, I believe. Long time ago. I don't know. So you guys want to get into the news? Or do you want to talk about fucking robots? What do you mean, like a human fucking a robot? Like the or robots of it, or fucking each other? Would you fuck a robot, given the chance? Specifically, XJ9. Oh uh, well, maybe she's underage, so well, I would say well she is a teenage robot. So well, technically, she's five years old. She was built five years ago. Like, I mean, uh, okay, well that that doesn't make it any better. Well, that okay, makes it, well, that makes it. We're moving away from hang on, hang on, hang on. legality. I mean, look, I mean, if, if you get like a like your. Uh, playstation 4 that was built like a year ago like if you fuck that it's not pedophilia or anything you know it's why why did you why'd you use that example that seems like a specific example yeah fuck pan well uh hang on next topic (laughs) yeah (laughs) hey hey the news News. so this is cnn I first like to say that uh, we have the fan junk playlist. If you have a video that you know you actually put effort on, that's related to Rebel Taxi or the Pizza Party podcast, uh, just email it to me at rebeltaxi at yahoo.com. And it can't just be some random gameplay footage of like Sonic Adventure Two with like a snippet of the podcast in there. It has to be something actually related, and you put effort on. And we also have the fan DeviantArt and the fan Reddit in the description. Oh, wait, actually, funny you bring that up, because someone just messaged me this video, and it's really good, called Shrek Hipster. I really... <laughs> I'll watch it later. It's really, it's, Nolan will agree with me. It's very funny. I'll put Shrek Hipster in the description, but, uh, but for news, 
Young Justice may or may not come back because it's go. They're putting in it. They're streaming the existing episodes on Netflix, and the uh, Netflix is really interested in like maybe continuing the series for streaming. I mean, you'd think they'd be pushing it since they have like a pretty big movie coming out in a month. Uh, which one? Batman vs Superman. Oh yeah. Dawn, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, well, superhero sh- things are will always be popular forever till the end of time. So you know. No rush. Wait, when is it coming out on Netflix or whatever? Oh, no. Uh, Young Justice, the existing episodes are already streaming on Netflix, but Netflix themselves are, like, thinking about maybe continuing the series on Netflix. I'd be up for that. Yeah. I mean, because there's no action cartoons on TV, so, like, maybe all these action shows will go on Netflix or other streaming sites. Disney XD has, like... A bunch of the Marvel shows and Star Wars Rebels and stuff. But those Marvel shows are pretty generic. But uh, at least, I don't know, I haven't seen Star Wars Rebels yet, but I heard that one was good. But uh, Nolan, you have something to announce? No, not yet. I said at the end of the podcast, you fucker. Oh, well, now you just keep me in suspension what this is going to be. Oh, should we announce it or you sh- should we just do it now? Yeah, man. No. Do it later. Oh. oh, now people will have to listen to the whole podcast. She. Oh, dang. Anyway, I was going to say... Um, Marvel TV shows tend to be a lot worse than the DC ones because the DCAU is a good thing and it just graces its presence. And then Marvel tried to do something later with, um, ultimate Spider-Man and it was horrible and I want to die. Yeah. That I think, uh, in, in terms of even history, like DC has better animation than Marvel ever has. Like, Oh yeah. Even, even going to like Fleischer, Superman and Batman, the animated series, like, (laughs) I think the best Marvel thing is Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. Which yeah. which I still like, but that's like the top. And DC's got like so much stuff that's really good, you know. So. Yeah. I mean, it seems like Marvel has the better movies, but DC has the better TV shows. Yeah. Although Marvel does have one of the best moments when um Wolverine just walks up to Cyclops and punches him. Oh, that is true. I mean, I like that X-Men show, but the animation is not great. Yeah, it can get clunky. All the, all, the, all the Marvel shows in the 90s were animated awfully. Like, um, anybody who says that uh, the Spider-Man show from the 90s was animated good, what? Has anybody <laughs> no, ever said that? Well, it was... People probably said that at the time, but it tried to do that computer hybrid with oh, yeah. animation. It just doesn't. It really didn't work. It yeah, was ugh. when Spider Man swinging through the city, and it's a CGI city, and it looks so bad. Well, they wanted to do that to but Batman they, the animated series, but they they didn't, thankfully. Yeah, they they were smart, and they had they also um I don't know where um Spider Man was animated, but they outsourced their animation. Batman outsourced their animation to like TMS most of the time, who was responsible for working on Akira. Yeah, so. Oh, and then, I mean, they also there was also some other studios, but like there, I forget what the name of one, but they were so bad that they were just like you're fired, fucking never animate for us again, you pieces of shit. Whoa. Yeah, because I think the best episodes that were animated for Batman the animated series was a uh, the one with Clayface because <laughs> I know what you're talking about. But yeah, the ones with Clayface because clearly that was TMS because there was that scene that looked like Akira where Clayface was molting and shifting forms. Yeah. Clayface, that's a really well-animated episode. 
even in even the first episode was pretty well animated. Just like there, I remember the scene where Batman's like flying through this construction zone, and like you oh, see yeah. up the you see the I beams and stuff like flying by. I mean, it's obviously a loop, but it's still in the but the way Batman is moving around, it's just still looks really good. Like it's such a good looking series. Well, I just like how they use all like the classic film noir and the visual storytelling of classic Hollywood, but then bringing it in with like classic Fleischer animation and DC comics. And it's like, it's a really cool marriage of like a bunch of different styles, but it's like flawless. That just looks like classical mm-hmm. in a lot of what it's doing. I mean, every time I look like, look at Batman, the animated series, I keep thinking it was like, you know, produced in like the sixties or fifties or so. Yeah. Even though it's a nineties cartoon. It wasn't cool at the time because it was, it didn't look nineties. Like a lot of kids I knew wouldn't watch it because it looked old. I mean, that's what they were going for. Cause the, that, that old Fleischer era Superman was basically their, uh, what they were trying to be. That stuff's re- The Fleischer Superman stuff's amazing. <laughs> Shout out to anybody who owns the, uh, Batman animated series art book. I do, and I love it. Wow! Oh, I need, I need to get that. It's, ex- I think it's getting more and more expensive. So you better hop on that. This reminds me. Um, a while ago, I was watching TV and just leaving the TV on to some random channel, and there was this one movie re- was released in the two thousands. It was based around the same like Fleischer era style of animation, like Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Has anyone heard of that? Protocol 90206, calling Sky Captain. When the shadow of evil falls across mankind. Come in, Sky Captain. A bold flying ace. Sky Captain and the world of tomorrow. Yeah, I saw that in theaters, actually. I mean, no. it's a pretty interesting, like, concept for a, for a movie in the 2000s that's trying to be, like, those Fleischer-era Bat- Supermans and... Yeah, the the first 20 minutes of that movie are really good, but the rest, it falls apart. Yeah, because the, the movie shot on a green screen and they didn't have the biggest budget and it looked like fucking shit most of the time. The thing they didn't realize that Batman the Animated Series did is that... Uh, um, you know, basing something on a short is a good idea, but you need to have something else there. And they clearly didn't think about that. You know, like they, it, the beginning is almost a retelling of one of the Superman shorts. Like it's like almost shot for shot in some cases. And it's like, that's cool. I mean, it's like really amazing they did it, but it kind of starts to fall apart. And Batman the Animated Series would get into like gangster picks and film noir and Batman stuff. And Sky Captain didn't have that to fall back on. They just tried to do an old movie serial thing. And it's like the story to those are kind of garbage, you know. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I mean, like maybe if they had like. So next uh, topic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to fix that problem. It's just like. Something's no, off about that movie. There were a lot, lot of things written like a year ago, like how come that movie just got and it got forgotten and the guy who directed it was supposed to do he was one of the many directors attached to John Carter at one point. And like oh, well Wow. Well John Carter was like a, a big deal project until it eventually came out. But um John Carter it, it, John Car oh no, never mind. What? John Carter, wow, that's a missed opportunity. That's that's like being the the fourth beetle? The f- I don't... Never mind. I- <laughs> the fifth beetle, you mean? <laughs> Shit. I don't even know what I was going for. Fourth, uh, 
are you, the fourth Beatle, I think that's Ringo. <laughs> oh, well, that's not a missed opportunity. But yeah, that, that director doesn't even work anymore. Uh-huh. That was like his one movie. That was it. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. yeah, so... I, but uh, at least look up Sky Captain and watch maybe the first 20 minutes. Yeah, it's more interesting than it is good. <laughs> yeah. Well, so is that next, next uh, topic? Okay. Okay, how about the Powerpuff Girls? Because they released a few clips already and an intro uh, theme. Oi. Uh, Something wrong, Nolan? I don't like it. Yeah. Wait, what? What clips? Is it just the, them throwing the the guy with the beard? What other clips were there? Well, there was another extended version of that same clip, but um, like, uh-huh. the art style. I'm like, okay, assuming it's as bad as it's gonna be, because we haven't seen a full episode yet. Like, if it's gonna be as bad as I think it is, I kind of want to do just like a big analysis on like everything they did wrong with how how the timing is off and all the art style is clashing with one another. It- Remember when the girl, when they first showed the redesign, like quote unquote redesigns of the girls and everybody thought it looked awful. They didn't know shit. They didn't know what's coming. No, they really didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't know the reign of Cal arts would be supreme. <laughs> oh, don't blame. It's all just blame Cal arts, the university. What you said about the timing is like, you're exactly right. Like all the action scenes are sluggish as fuck. Well, like with the original Powerpuff Girls, it was like fast-paced action, you know, and now it's being remade as a slower-paced, more comedy-focused action show. Mm-hmm. They're trying to work the comedy into the action, and it just slows it down when, like, you know, they're punching uh-huh. the um, lumberjack around, and then he gets knocked into a fortune teller's booth for a joke. Are you guys excited for the Ben 10 reboot now? No! Uh, oh. I think Cartoon Network just wants to get the Powerpuff Girls out of the way. Then they can focus on all the backlash they'll get for the Ben 10 reboot. Well, I don't get, like, Powerpuff Girls is, like, an era, very a couple eras ago of Cartoon Network. Like, I feel like it's not the right move. Like, they should be progressing with this Adventure Time era we're still in, you know? Yeah. We haven't, it hasn't been long enough for everyone to really be nostalgic for the Powerpuff Girls. So, like, I feel like this is something that should probably happen in 10 years. That would be a much better move. But, like, it's, like, too early. Like, it's that weird... There's there's sometimes a weird gap things are in where it's not old enough to be nostalgic, but it's not old. it's not new enough to be current. And Powerpuff Girls is, like, kind of... hasn't really reached the nostalgia sweet spot. But yet I got I got to disagree with you because like uh, the kids who watched Powerpuff Girls when they were younger like me are now like mm-hmm. in their 20s so they kind of have this false sense of oh my god I'm so old when people who are like sort of older obviously it's not as nostalgic because hey um I was I I wasn't that um young when I saw it so I I still remember it better but like kids who are like, um, you know, just coming into adulthood who did watch it when they were younger. They're like, oh, my God, Powerpuff Girls. I, I sort of remember that show. What? And then the plus we're also in this era where we're capitalizing on nostalgia. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, yeah. the Cartoon Network's not that old of a channel. Like, no. So Powerpuff Girls is like one of their oldest original shows, along with Dexter and Johnny Bravo. And Johnny Bravo isn't that popular. They already rebooted Dexter and nobody fucking liked it. So the last thing on their list to um, capitalize off nostalgia is Powerpuff Girls. And Lord knows they're not going to touch anything else like fucking cow and chicken. So 
Townsville needs to get back to its manly roots. And if that means destroying this hippie carnival, then so be it. Unless there's somebody here man enough to stop me. This day finally got interesting. If you're looking for a fight, old Buttercup can satisfy your need for a beatdown. <laughs> Why don't you go play with your dollies, princess? Princess? Did you just call me princess? But uh, here's the thing that the, this new Powerpuff Girls is missing that the old 90s one had is that the, the old one, it was based around like, well, the, the style of it was sort of around like Speed Racer and Astro Boy where the animation was limited. Thus, all the action scenes would be more dynamic and you barely see any like in-between frames. Like if, uh -huh. that's why there was a fast pace to it. But this new one, it's like the animation is, you know, like acceptable. It's just standard. There's no personality to it. They're not, they're just doing a basic show. It feels like it's the same show, but without the personality of the old one. Yeah. yeah. It's like but also... But also, like, they also misuse kind of, like, the uh, stylistic, like, uh, like hit frames where they're, like, where the girls are, like, hitting somebody and then it just kind of pauses and then they go to a new frame. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 They misuse it and uh, they, um, they, it was done stylistically in the old show because um, it would just be used for, like, impact or something. But then in the new show, it's just like it's just like they're using it because it was in the old show. Mm -hmm. And there's like no reason for it to be there with this new animation. Yeah, it's like exactly like you said with the stylistic limitation. And he here's the thing about that is the, the what they got wrong was that the old show you would see the Powerpuff Girls fly towards the bad guy, punch them, and freeze frame on the impact. Fly towards another person, freeze frame on the impact. But here you just see the freeze frame of the impact, freeze frame of the impact. You don't see them actually hitting the guy. You don't see the build up no. to the mm. to the hit. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's also that I think the original show had like Gendy directing it, and well, you had like you know, yeah, yeah, and you don't have you don't have people like who's the big animated animation director working on this new one? I don't know any of these people. Nope. Cartoon Network and, doesn't really have any notable animation directors or creators anymore. They just kind of have like uh, the uh, people who like Rebecca Sugar, Pendleton Ward. But they they haven't really kind of like proven themselves in animation yet. If anything, Steven Universe has proven that the directing on that is kind of bad. Yeah, I mean the action sequences for Steven Universe are kind of floaty if you look back on them. The only one that I can think of that was like all right was when Pearl was fighting Amethyst in the kindergarten. But even then, that was still like a very basic action scene. Well, and then they ripped off Sonic the Hedgehog, which <laughs> I, I, I was about. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they use they use Sonic music in that show, or Sonic influence music. Sorry, oh, yeah. so often it's like sometimes I feel like I know which Sonic game they're <laughs> they're referencing I can't, or something. I can't believe Steven Universe are f fucking Sonic fanboys and girls. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. Oh yeah. Well, people people love those those first two Sega games were like so played in the nineties. Like, you know, how could you not be? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of references to uh, like. Super Nintendo Genesis era video games in that show. But uh, I like the fact that there was one scene in an episode where um, Steven has a line of toys and one of them was the uh, gotta go fast. Sanic? Yes, yeah, Sanic. Sanic. Oh, really? 
Yeah, not only are uh, the universe uh, Sonic fans, but they're um, meme-loving Sonic fans, which means that this show needs to be canceled. So. Fucking memers. I'm wondering if the little kid who drew that, that uh, one Sonic drawing of Gotta Go Fast, like the origin of that meme, like where he is now, like he's trying to forget his past, but he keeps seeing it online and he just wants to watch a TV show and, you know, his favorite show, Steven Universe, and he sees that... Steven Universe is even making fun of him, and he's like, there's no hope in the world for him. He's the new Star Wars kid. Oh, man, I bet Star Wars kid was a big Arrested Development fan, and then he turned that on. Oh. Man, I wonder what it would be like if you were like, you were like, oh, we're going to see Star Wars, and he walked into the theater. Mm -hmm. I bet he can't see Star Wars. Well, he became people Star recognize Wars. who he is. I hope he gets a cameo in the next film. They were there was a petition to get him in episode three, and it didn't happen. Oh, wow. let that kid be a Jedi for reals. Come on. But uh, yeah, the Powerpuff Girls is fucked up. Like, uh, you want me to go on on how much more they fucked up? Because I can go. Oh on. yeah, it's yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, we don't have a topic. Well, Our topic should just be cause... how much they fucked up. The fuck purpose. this podcast yeah. and fuck all of you. We're done. Goodbye. Okay. okay, so you see in the trailer that you see a bunch of like monsters that they're gonna be fighting, and um, like one of them is like this pig in a blanket thing, and this cutesy looking octopus thing, and they're all very soft and roundish and very non-threatening and. That kind of defeats the purpose of the Powerpuff Girls, because the original show, like, the bad guys, like, they would still have an edge to them. Like, they would still be threatening or be hideous and repulsive. But these are just cutesy characters you would see on Adventure Time. And, like, the whole thing was that it's supposed to be cute girls fighting hideous monsters. But here, now it's just cute girls fighting cutesy monsters. So Actually, that, that that's a good point, because who's that character? Was it him or her? Him. What's him. 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 Like, okay, so I rewatched the Powerpuff Girls in the last couple years, and that guy, like, now, the, his vo voice gave me fucking nightmares. Like, this is the creepiest. Like, that's an insanely terrifying villain for a show like Powerpuff Girls. But it works so well. And it's, like, the fact that, like, you're right. Like, now that I think about all the villains they have for the show, they're, like, cutesy. They're not, like, that threatening. And, like, that was the cool thing about the Powerpuff Girls is they'd have some like super dark episodes. Like what was the one we talked about it before where they go too fast oh, yeah. and they go into the future and oh. like the whole Townsville's just destroyed. Didn't we talk about that yeah, on here? Yeah, we did. And then Miss King was just like in the school waving goodbye to them still after that, all that, those years. And she's just like malnourished and fucking like repeating the same sentence over and over. And they're just like, Oh, Think we fucked up girls this is what happens when you leave your animal crossing home unattended but I, it's i feel like you made that exact same joke fuck. yeah i think you Dead. did wow <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I, like, I mean that's the thing with that show is it was like dark it was different that it wasn't just a show that was there to sell um merch you know cool you know colored like colored t-shirts with the Powerpuff Girls on each of them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is kind of the problem with this new footage, at least, is I didn't get the sense of that they'd have episodes, like classic episodes like that, like the original show. And that's kind of the problem with reboots is they go, what's marketable about this? But they don't think about including the fans. But like the fans are who you need when the show starts. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you need to have that base and then start great you know doing different stuff but like they're clearly just thinking of the marketability of it 
okay. over anything else. Yeah. Have, have any of you here seen uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion? Oh, Not really, really, unfortunately. Okay, Pan, you saw yeah. it? So you said it? Did you remember the episode where Asuka, um, like, gets mind-raped? That happens, like, every episode, I believe. Well, I want that to happen to Bubbles. What the fuck? I oh. want her to be ruined. Why? <laughs> because it'd be funny. Okay. Just have her go through psychological trauma. Just make make the new Powerpuff Girls Evangelion. That's all I want. Um. <laughs> make it a psychological analysis of the girls fighting these hideous monsters. That's Madoka. And then they're like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening in life? And then, uh, and then Professor Utonium, like... Like I don't, I, I don't fucking know. I can't come up with a good joke. I'm, ba- I'm bailing. Goodbye, so, Madoka. You want what the? I guess sure. Yeah, fucking Madoka. Magica. Just simple episodes. Like, what's the one Bubbles has um, glasses on, and she can't do like she can't fight proper. She can't see, and she's messing up their team together. Like I couldn't even get a sense that they're doing something like that. It just felt like. From the, I've only seen the theme song and the thing where they throw the mansplaining guy around, and it's like I I get that that's like a more of a buzzwordy trending kind of clip that they could premiere and how that'll I'm sure people shared that when Powerpuff Girls are back, yay and stuff. No, but like of, of all the things you probably could have shown, you choose to show. Don't call me princess, like a joke that probably was in the original series anyway. Yeah, that's well, that's that's. The thing is, is like we're not – nobody who's on the podcast are the people that they probably wanted to get into the Powerpuff Girls from that clip. But the thing is like we're the people who watched all the episodes and it's like they, they should maybe think more about getting the respect of the people who will actually watch the show rather than the people who will, you know – just share it once and they're kind of done with it. I'm sure they're not going to... Mo- I, I wonder how many people who shared it will actually watch the premiere of the, yeah. of the first episode. But reference, referencing Pan's yeah. repeated joke, I really hope that they'll like make an episode and it's just basically a rehash from the old series and people will point it out and, and then like Cartoon Network's like, fuck, fuck, we didn't even watch the original series. Shit. Dude. Yeah, because um, like, a lot of the original people aren't working on the new one. Like, Craig McCracken, the creator, is working on Wonder Over Yonder. Like, he himself, and like, I showed a footage of this in the Powerpuff Girls review. He said that Cartoon Network came to us and said, what about a seventh season? And Chris and I both said, no, I think it's time. It's over with. We wanted to kind of go out while it still was good. And But, you know, Cartoon Network doesn't care. So they're doing this, but also they're... Uh, they're selling um, high fashion in Beverly Hills official merchandise of Powerpuff Girls and iPhone cases, so you can buy that right now. Well, Powerpuff Girls did sell a lot of merchandise in the day. Like, yeah, I'm th- sure that's half the reason they want to bring it back, because it's going to make a ton of money. Yeah, but you know what's what I find kind of insulting is that uh, if you look at the intro that they uploaded the music video, which the music video looks a billion times better than the actual footage of the show, which we only saw a few clips of it. So but remember, P.O., we're just going off by a, like two clips that are available. So, you know, we could be completely wrong by the time it airs. So, you know, don't kill us. But anyway, the intro looks a billion times better. And in the intro, you see like the power of girls have their uh, iPhone, but their their new iPhone. And that's that's to contact the mayor for danger, you know? Like, in the old show, they just had, like, this little toy plastic phone that's in the mayor's office. Like, this little toy phone that shouldn't be functional, It's which is kind of amusing. But now they just turned it into a functional phone, which kind of defeats the purpose. It's like if you got Fred Flintstone's car and you put an engine in it. It's like 
What was the point? They should do it as a, a tweet, and they can do hashtag contact mayor uh, or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I guarantee you that was they, they changed it to a an iPhone just so they can sell phone cases. It'll. I mean, the thing is, is it'll sell lots of merch, but none of the people who buy the merch will watch the show. They'll just go, "Oh, I remember the Powerpuff Girls." I mean, oh yeah, yeah. that's that's what's yeah. that's what this is really about. Like the sh- show is like. Is is means that the t-shirts matter so much more than the show. Yeah, which but, is a sad thing. <laughs> yeah, but also like if they were gonna carry a phone around, it should have been like a very cartoonish toy phone instead of like you know an actually functional phone. It just ruins the point. Of, never mind. When's this come out? April. April. So mm. we can see if they fuck it all up because I don't even know who's working on the show. The the only really positive thing I have to say about it is that the lumberjacks. It's pretty hot. God but. damn it. <laughs> I mean, Lumberjack is too cutesy. Like, the... I don't care. He's husband material. I mean, if you look at um, oh. what's he's the... misogynistic, but he's husband material. I, I, I'm gay, so that doesn't matter oh. to me. What was that? Um, okay. Oh, yeah. Fuzzy Lumpkins. Like, Fuzzy Lumpkins, you can kind of compare him to, but like with Fuzzy Lumpkins, when he attacked the Powerpuff Girls, he just turned hideous his teeth got sharper his fur got sharper everything was more grotesque and this guy is just cutesy it's i don't know it looks like he's from clarence yeah that's what a lot of people are saying it looks like an an episode of clarence that has the powerpuff girls in it but yeah if you look at the if you look at the gif i sent it's the primary everything that's wrong is within this gif like it's amazing oh yeah i guess i'll make it the image thumbnail for the video for the podcast video on youtube make it make it the hippie guy with the big like fucking chin yeah the hippie guy go animate looking guy yeah the guy who looks like he's in a completely different show because like the powerpuff girls still look you know geometric flat but still round but that hippie guy in the image he looks rounded and it doesn't I like how the Powerpuff Girls look, though. Like, I like how they look in this new version. Like, obviously, the the um, Buttercup's little alfalfa and, like, um, Bubbles' fucking beads are, like, unnecessary and dumb. But, like, they the, the way they're drawn, I think, looks cute. And well, I, it works. It's how the Powerpuff Girls would be drawn in this day and age. But then you, you have all these other fucking characters that look like they're just, like, kind of drawn from Clarence or some shit. Like... Like, even Clarence people would be like, nah, these designs suck. So they threw them away. And then, like, the people are, like, crawling around Cartoon Network and they're like, wait, oh, my God, I found these designs, you guys. They were in the trash, but I think they'll work. It does look too much like modern Cartoon Network. Like that's Yeah. Kind of- it looks like the basic template for a cartoon you would do on Cartoon Network. Like, the Powerpuff Girls are still drawn the exact same way, just with thinner outlines and just a slight detail on the hair. Like, they have the same poses from the old show, but... Everyone else looks different. It just—it's like a clash of different art styles that don't mesh together at all. If you look at the the old citizens in the old show, that they were sharp and pointy, but here they're just rounded and have a three D depth to them, and it's just like this doesn't work. You fucking idiots! Oh, one thing I, I had heard Tom Kenny's coming back for it. Oh, 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 yeah! Everyone's returning except for the girls themselves, because you know the, the these actresses are too old and not trendy enough for little girls to follow them on social media. I guess, I, I guess maybe is that the reason, really? No, well, that's what I'm assuming, because like, why would they recast the Powerpuff Girls but keep everyone else? Yeah, that's that's weird. Like, why yeah. keep? I... The thing is, though, the girls sound like they're trying to be fucking E.G. Daily, um, Tara Strong, and. Uh, Who's the other one? 
the third one. Shit. Oh, okay. Terra Strong, EG Daily. Oh, man. I should know I'm this. I'm so sorry, third person. No. I love <laughs> Sorry, Blossom. <laughs> but, like, like that, that removes the argument over Blossom cost. was my waifu back in the day. Like, I feel bad. <laughs> Damn. Like, I, when I was six, I was like, I'm going to marry Blossom. We're going to have a great wedding. <laughs> oh. Wait, can that still happen? Because I would really like to go to that wedding. <laughs> Somebody draw a picture of me getting married to Blossom and Jim's my, like, best man. <laughs> I would have the best time at that wedding. It would be amazing. I, I'm I'm excited. What are the invites going out? <laughs> um, the invites are already out. You have them in your hand right now. Oh, oh my God, you're right. Wow. How did I forget that? Holy crap. I'm excited. Also, Congratulations, that's man. some Chris Angel shit right there. Also, Pan, you can um, you can be the uh, pastor or oh, whatever. Oh, yay. Jim's allowed to marry people. Remember that? Yeah, that's true. I am a reverend. Yeah. You're a reverend? I, Whoa. Yeah. I'm ordained. Yeah, you can marry people now. Yeah, I can do that. So I guess I could be the reverend. Pan could be your best man and Gables can be the ring bearer. Yeah. Yeah, Gables like tossing out like uh, um, um, blossom petals. Uh... No, he'll, he'll, he'll be like. Did you ever see the Guns N' Roses video, November Rain? No. no. It'll be like, oh, well, oh, I'm about to give you some. This is going to be crazy. So, you know, you and Blossom will be out to get married. And then you'll be like, Gables, where's the ring? And he can't find it at first. And then he finds it and he gives it to you. And then he walks out of the church and plays an awesome guitar solo in the desert, even though previously <laughs> the church was not on the desert. And you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Point is, see November Rain. It's so excessive. It's beautiful. <laughs> that that would be amazing. Please, someone draw fan art of that. Yeah. <laughs> of, of Gables playing a guitar hero, a guitar like he's yes. Slash in the <laughs> yeah, desert. Yeah, that would be awesome. <laughs> November Rain's an amazing video. Sorry. Anytime someone brings up a wedding, I'm like, wow, November Rain was awesome, right? <laughs> oh, wait. So, Nolan, what were you saying about Blossom? I had to get a drink. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what was I say? I was wondering who her voice actress was. I oh. didn't Google it. Remember when she was recasted by Grey Del- Delisle in the uh, um, Punch Time Explosion game and it just sounded fucking horrible? Oh, yeah. yeah. Time explosion, the video game, the Smash Brothers knockoff. Yeah, well, they only got some voice actors back. Kathy Cavadini oh, okay. is your name. Yeah, Kathy. Kathy, um, can I call you Kathy? I apologize for forgetting. Um, you are the best. You did a great job. Um, you are um great. But now it's time to move over because we got some young new actresses. Get the fuck over. Oh, <laughs> What was the real reason? Because it's clearly not cost if they got Tom Kenny. I mean, that's the part I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, like Tom I, Kenny can't, isn't cheap, is he? Or maybe he is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Know. I, don't I, I don't think voice actors are like expensive to get because, like, I think they have a lot of. I, they are unionized, but they're like, uh, like I'm pretty sure Cartoon Network has like a specific union that they use, maybe. But to get them back for a show, like when you see the Simpsons, like every uh, season, they're they're always in negotiation saying, yeah, I'm not returning to the show unless you pay me more, you know. So I, I'm thinking that's what's going to happen. What what could 
could have happened if they try to get the old voice actresses back. You know, since they've done the show for so long, it's like, hey, you want to do this again? Although we have to pay you more. Although that raises the question, they got them back for the 15th anniversary special. So is it just like it'd be more expensive for them to do it for a show? Yeah, it was a full, a full series and not just a special. Well, maybe they asked so much for the special. They went, maybe we won't ask them back because that was so expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, but that might be. I just think it's something to do with cost. But yeah. the Tom Kenny thing, I didn't learn that until recently. I went, wait, what the fuck? Like. Why'd you bring him back? Tom Kenny ain't cheap, right? Oh, I mean, everyone's returning, just not the Powerpuff Girls themselves. So I'm just, I'm still theorizing that it's just because they're young actresses. Because they showed them in the forefront when they announced who was voicing them. They didn't do their voices. They just showed the actresses themselves. Like, they're just supposed to be, you know, just people, little girls are going to follow on social media, I believe. I guess. They better have some good Twitter jokes, if that's the case. (laughs) Yeah. I want some, like, A-level tweets. I don't want some tweets like, check out Powerpuff Girls, and like, man, I like this Taylor Swift song. I want some good cultural observations from these girls. Like, A-level. They better be amazing. I can't wait for this to either fall on its ass or just be a moderate success. I, I think what will probably happen is they'll promote the first season and then realize no one likes the show, but they want to keep doing merchandise, so they'll air it at, like, 3 in the morning for the next five seasons it's on or something. I I do have to give some credit to um, the voice actor for Buttercup in the newer one. I think she kind of hits close to home to the original Buttercup voice actress, but uh, her voice isn't rough enough. Like, Like, the original Buttercup had, like, this sort of, sort of gravelly sort of voice, but... Hers is all smooth, mm-hmm. but I'd say it's the closest of the the new three to the originals. Well, At least that's just my opinion. I haven't heard the new vo- all the new voices. Well, it was in the clip with the lumberjack. Yay me! You can't shoot from uptown. Uptown is for wusses. You gotta shoot it from downtown, like this. Watch the magic. That's gonna hurt her shooting percentage. I'm waiting for the magic, Buttercup. You jinxed it! Now let me show you why they call me Air Buttercup. Yeah, that was a clip. That was a clip. Um, that kind of raises the question, do we want somebody who just mimics the old girls, or should, if we're going to get new voice actresses, should we just have people who, like, bring something new to the table? Oh, I'm just saying that because I like Buttercup. <laughs> I know, but, like, I'm, well, I'm just... I'm raising a question for conversational purposes. I, I know that. I'm just yeah. saying Buttercup's my favorite Powerpuff Girl, and I like seeing her done right, okay? okay. But uh, the thing is, like, this whole show just <laughs> looks like it's trying to be something else, but still trying to be, like, the old show. And it's just this weird middle ground, like Shaolin Showdown and like Shaolin, Shaolin Chronicles. Chronicles. Where it's just, like, what, what? Is it a new thing, or is it just trying to be the old thing? Because what they should, like... What they should have done was done a completely different art style. Like I, w- I would have been fine with that uh, anniversary special a few like two years ago or yeah, the anime. Dance At least the anime was totally different. But oh, I don't yeah. know. It's kind Puff of a... girl C. Forgot about that. Because you got two options: either make it exactly the same as the old show, or make it completely different. Otherwise, you just have this weird in between. I don't think they'd ever make it completely different because merchandise is too big of a deal with this. Mm, yeah. So, 
They just want they want people to buy it merchandise thinking it's the old show. And so if they change it too much, they won't. So, you know. Yeah. What if they what if they sold merchandise for the dance pan special and it was just like totally blocky action figures? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. I totally would have gone that if it was like a con like that seems like something they'd sell at Comic Con for like exclusive purposes, yeah. you know? I hope they at least like, I don't know, release the the Powerpuff Girls 2002 3 movie on on streaming in HD like all there is is like a a a full screen DVD and that's all like i want the the HD version or why don't they is that on Hulu or anything or i don't know i mean i usually just see the show itself but i never see the movie anywhere i guess cuz the movie was a flop they don't really advertise it too much yeah what a disaster so, anything else to say about the Powerpuff Girls? No. Uh. So, hey, next thing. Gravity Falls ended, and did anyone grab their balls while they watched Gravity Falls? Oh, man, I forgot you loved making that joke. Yeah. I mean, uh. I, I, I saw it. I've, I don't know. It was sad when it ended. Yeah. Uh, it, it was interesting that since uh, the X-Files is back for six episodes, <laughs> the final Gravity Falls aired the same night as a new X-Files, which is the first, the only time that ever happened, which is oh, yeah. kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. I remember when X-Files came out, there was all these paranormal TV shows that came out around the same time. Like, wait, wait, was yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark before or after X-Files? Um, well... Oh, that's a good question. I think it was like huh. around the same time, but that was kind of more of the kid horror thing that was going on in the like goosebumps and there's a lot of kid horror. Kid horror isn't really it, it, that was kind of its only era was the 90s. And and RL Stein ran that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Are You Afraid of the Dark came out in 2000 and X-Files came out in 1993. No. What? No, no, no that's bullshit. No. You don't know shit. Oh, wait, that's Oh wait, that's final episode date. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. that's right. I was looking off immediately off Google, and I was like, "Wait, that doesn't sound right." Let me go back. 1990. Yeah. 1990. Okay. You're not a 90s kid. Wait. Okay, so it came out before X Files. Okay. Yeah, it was just the Goosebumps thing. That but makes more sense. I think I'm pretty sure then Disney's so weird came out for, because of X Files. Yeah, anyone? there was a lot of alien conspiracy stuff after X-Files. Yeah, like anyone yeah. remember So Weird on Disney? Things come from every side In the darkness is the light Out of the shadows of my life Kinda, not really. Okay, well, basically, it was about this, uh, this uh, mom who, this okay, this lady who was in a band and she toured around America in this bus, and her daughter oh. was a paranormal investigator. See, the, that was one of those shows before everyone had Disney Channel. When Disney Channel was like an HBO, oh. it was a premium channel. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. I'm, no, um, Disney Channel was a premium channel, like HBO or Showtime, and then. 
around the time of Lizzie McGuire, it changed to being uh, like a channel everyone could have. They stopped doing premium. Mm, huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, but so, so weird was pretty creepy. Like the pool episode with the alien. That was the I don't know. He just saw a silhouette of an alien looking into the camera, but you couldn't see its face, and that always scared me. So when that that scene happened the first time, like I just ran out my cousin's room. It's like, no, I'm not watching this. <laughs> I let the TV Actually, running. That's there is a bunch of Are You Afraid of the Darks that scared the shit out of me. Like the oh, one yeah. where they have to spend the night in the abandoned house. And they're like hanging out and it's a bunch of girls and then they look in the mirror and there's a girl in the mirror. Um, that freaks me the fuck out for like a couple of years. Like I couldn't even watch that episode. But then I watched it as an adult and I was like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. You but, know, but it's the like pool, the pool monster and Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's still terrifying. There's a couple. Are you? I mean, it's also like when you're a kid and you haven't seen that many horror movies. Just like a little bit of horror will scare the shit out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is with pool monsters and horror things, but like, I don't know why. So I consider so weird. And are you for the dark's pool episode the scariest? I don't know. Oh, you shouldn't see Lady in the Water then. Oh fuck! <laughs> There's other reasons not to watch that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so yeah, Gravity Balls. So, anyone oh, see it? Of course. No. I, I saw it. It was, I mean, it was very much an end episode. Like, they had every side character, I feel like, was in it. But it was it was good. I mean, I'm kind of glad more that the show didn't go on long enough to get really shitty. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think I probably like season one more. But I still... I'm happy the way it all ended. And uh, extra trivia, the bus driver at the end was voiced by Kyle McLaughlin, uh, who played, uh, 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 who was the main agent in Twin Peaks. Mm. And that was kind of a, a reference, basically. But so that he only has one line, like, come on, kids, let's go or something. But he, he they got him to do just the bus driver at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a completed story, so, you know, unless they come back next summer. Well, they did They did have, they ended it in a way that they could do a comic or, you know, restart it if they want to. I mean, it wasn't a final, final ending to me. It was like, it was final, and if they want to come back to it, they could, you yeah. know. Yeah, just sort of an open-ended ending. Or, like, I would watch Stan and, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stanford. And Stanley. Stan Stanley and Stanford. I would watch their adventures. I would watch that show, but I don't know how popular that would be. <laughs> or I would like to know Dipper and Mabel's parents. Like, what's their home life like now with now with the pig? Fucking boring <laughs> as shit. Yeah, I, I really want. I really wanted to know Dipper's name. Who cares? Like never, I don't know, man. It's just dip my balls. In the between the pine special, like. Um, like they they did like a special with Alex Harish like telling things about the series. Um, he revealed that Dipper's name has a similarity to Mabel's, but he didn't say what. Al Anal. <laughs> anal pines. Anyway, no. gotta get anal and Mabel. Oh yeah. Well, wait. What? 
What? That, that's your line that you said on my stream. Remember that? Um, no, I didn't say that, you weirdo. No, there's no, re there's no you recording said of that. that. There's no there's recording a, of that. Um, I'm sorry, I'm recording right now, and I just we just heard Gable say that line. Not me. <laughs> you said that on the my stream once. I don't Wait, know. This isn't fair. This is P Panna's big brother because he can just cut out anything he wants to. He can, but I'm gonna assume he's gonna leave this in. Yeah, no one will know. Gotta get anal and Mabel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna cut all of this out, and then nobody will know <laughs> that we had this conversation. And I'm he'll, he will go on, and his. I'm at least gonna link. I'm at least gonna link your when you said that in the Skype chat. You can cut this out if you want to. I don't know. Anyways, back with what I was saying. With Dipper's name, like in that special, it was revealed that Mabel and Dipper's name have some similarity to it. I have. No idea what it is. They didn't say if it was like his name starts with an M or it has an Abel in it, you know? Cable. Oh, maybe he's Cable and he's going to be in Deadpool yeah. too. Oh. Hey, well, hey, Disney owns Marvel. They can make it happen. No, they don't have the movie rights to. Deadpool. Yeah, they don't have the movie. No, no. The in the comics, universe. they can do that. Ooh, good point. But yeah, in the I thought they didn't the do. Mar I didn't. I thought they didn't do X Men comics anymore because they were super butthurt about Fox owning it. No, There's Fantastic Four comics. Oh, okay. They're gonna keep X Men comics makes too much money. They had a Fantastic Four comic where they had like caricatures of the actors for the Fantastic Four reboot, and they'd like kill them in a burning building. Oh. That's the, the actors are just trying to make their pay. Why didn't they just go for the uh, people who actually worked were higher up douchebags like businessmen? Yeah, yeah but who's going to get that reference? Mm -hmm. They will. That, that's all that matters. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. If you I mean, if as long somebody as somebody fucked over, off, that's all nobody matters. knew who they were. Wouldn't you want to fit them into your like comic and have them die? Even though nobody would get it. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna do. I do that. Like, have spiteful characters getting hurt or killed. Like, remember Megas XLR and how they would always have a Pop TV, which is a parody of MTV, get destroyed every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just wanted to know Dipper's name. You know, it. it it's still a mystery. It's elusive oh, in the well. series. I guess I know. we'll have to call him Anal Pines. That shall yeah, be I keep his name. I keep getting spammed on Tumblr with people thinking I'm Dipper. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Like, people just keep spamming my... Gable. Gable Pines? Like, wait, wait. Is this why you bring it up? Are you Dipper? Gable Pines. Holy shit. It, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. It does. Are you Dipper? I'm Just not confirming nor denying it. I'm not confirming Ooh, denying it. Okay, but are you not Dipper? Dipper, Dipper. I'm not confirming or denying it. Wow, wow. Dipper dips his balls in chocolate. <laughs> do, you, do you do that? No. <laughs> no, I was, I was asking Dipper. Oh, I mean okay. Gables. Shit. Why would you ask me that? Um, let's, uh, ne so, Gravity Falls finale. Oh, wait, dang it! So, <laughs> yes, he's, he admitted it! At the very, at the very, very, very end after the credits, you see a still image of, like, uh, Bill Cipher, uh, the, yeah. the triangle pyramid thing, and it's, like, yeah, a real-life photograph real. somewhere in the woods somewhere, and, like, people are theorizing, like, 
is that thing lost somewhere in the woods, like in America? Like, can someone go out on a on a journey and find that thing and take it for themselves and fuck it? Because that's what I want to do. People think it's um, hidden in the uh, what, what was it called? It was the tourist trap that was that the mystery shack was based off of. Um, I forgot what it's called, but I think it's also in Oregon. Mm -hmm. But there's also some people theorizing that it's in uh, Disneyland, but we'll never know unless someone finds it. But I want to like this is an actual picture of Bill Cipher. Yeah, it's like right at like right after after the credits, they play it for like a split second. Distorted image, like a like a like it's like an old like as if it's being shot on like a really old camera. Digital camera, stone image of. Um, I'll link it in the Bill. description because it's, it's yeah. creepy. Link it, link it here. I want to see it. Oh, someone link it to him. I'm lazy. Uh, it's out there. And I'm gonna wait, what was... It. I didn't even see this and I watched the episode. Oh, after credits. Really? Yeah, people are trying to find it somewhere, but who knows? Well, he said... I read an interview with him uh, from the AV Club and he said they... You read an interview with Bill Cipher? No, with... <laughs> <laughs> with Alex Hirsch and he said that they pretty much uh, finished work on this like a year ago so this might have been from anywhere from or when they started working on it or something like that but it's basically like they started work on this end episode a while ago so who knows when this was even shot like it might have been shot forever ago and then they took him down so so yeah, yeah. And that's kind of likely. If anyone uh, finds that one statue or has any lost media, be sure to send it to me and me alone, because I'm going to fuck it. What? What? You can't I... fuck lost media, Pan. Yes, I can. Oh, you are a dreamer who dreams of the impossible. Uh, l- let me, I'll cut this out, but uh, I actually know the guy who uh, wrote, uh, storyboarded, and did a bunch of stuff for the... Uh, animatic pilot. You talk to the guy? Wow. Yeah, so Deadpool. Anyone see Deadpool? Merc with the mouse. I can't die. One foot in the grave, but I'm still alive. Try to kill me, I'll just revive. Then I'll put another bullet right between your eyes. I'm dangerous. Feeling reckless. Squeeze your neck like I was a necklace. Jump, flip, and leave them headless. I like my guns all big like Texas. Yes, I did. Don't you mean skull poop L? Ha ha ha. I call it meme pool. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did, did everyone see Deadpool or? How, yeah. Yeah, was it, how was your theater? Was it full of like families taking their little kids? It was I empty. Didn't, I didn't have little kids for when I saw The Witch, someone brought babies there. I don't know what that was about. But when I saw Deadpool, there was like just like, you know, age appropriate people. Why? Did you get a bunch of Kids. Oh yeah, like uh, it, well, it was opening day, but like it was just a bunch of families taking their little kids with them, and before the screening, they were just like, "Oh, I don't want to sit there. You sit there." Uh, oh, and before the trailer started playing on on the screen, um, there was a, a trailer for YouTube Red, and you just hear like a like a six year old behind me saying, "Look, it's PewDiePie." Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was well, terrible. Uh, did parents not I've heard a lot of parents don't really understand that it's not for kids Mm -hmm. but like how do they explain to their kids like how Deadpool gets pegged (laughs) oh yeah like there was these people these little girls sitting in front of me and they were just like oh my gosh and they just covered their faces when 
any sort of sexual thing happen. It was just, <laughs> did they know what they, this was? They, they have that sex thing that goes on for like five minutes. Yeah. Where it just shows them having sex all these different ways. And then he gets it in the butt. And then, you know, it's like. I mean, I know I saw people walk out. Par- it's violent. I don't know. What did they expect? Yeah. I mean, well, they just assume superhero movie. So it'll be fun. Yeah. Which it was, but not in the way that they were thinking. No. Yeah. Did you guys, did Gables and or Nolan see Deadpool? Or? Yeah. No, I haven't. Uh, but whatever. I'll see it soon. I'm the, guy, I'm the type of guy who sees a movie like after it released like for months. And I, I didn't see Star Wars until like a, a week or two ago. So. Yeah, that's true. Wow. I mean, it, it's a fun movie. I don't know if it's as different as people act like it is, but it, it was definitely, I laughed a lot when I saw it. Mm-hmm. So. I don't think it's that it's a different movie. It's that it's a different superhero movie. Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. if it's, I don't even know if I agree that it's that different, like even different superhero movie. It's just that it's like a different character. Like he's so different than a normal superhero, but like it just, when I was watching it, I felt like I was seeing a normal superhero movie just yeah. with somebody who was more fun. I mean, yeah. it was like, he was smart alecky and they'd break the fourth wall and like they even comment while he's breaking the fourth wall that he's breaking the fourth wall again and like a lot of I mean that stuff's fun but the plot is so origin story it's like you know if Deadpool if it wasn't Deadpool in it if it was another superhero I'd be like fucking bored as shit mm-hmm. you know but it was at least structured differently which they didn't have a big budget so half that movie takes place on that highway and they cut to flashbacks back on the highway flashbacks back into that highway so they saved a lot of money i mean the budget was like 50 million compared yeah to it was it's pretty cheap i mean i don't yeah. i don't know if it's structurally it's like kind of just like if you took that part in iron man where he blows up the tank and spread it throughout the entire movie so it's like kind of just they took they just reorganized it a little i don't know i'm not like i like it i'm just not as into it maybe well, i don't know i kind of like how the origin story was structured like it felt refreshing that you actually see just the hero start off being the hero and then you get a bit of his origin and then he's back to hero as opposed to all these other superhero movies where it's just like normal guy for the first 30 minutes and then finally he gets his powers i also think that i mean that's probably one of the things i keep reading about this movie is that people don't actually like Ryan Reynolds that much, but they like him under the death Deadpool mask. Mm-hmm. So it's like being able to just see him as Deadpool is a lot better for them yeah. than having to see his face. So it's probably why people like it more. So you can just see him right away. You know, yeah. I mean, but, he loves Deadpool and the, like he wanted to make this film like they made it that. Okay. A while back they made that fake, they made this CG trailer where it was like, a similar situation that happened on the freeway in the movie, but it was all CG and he voiced it and he leaked that purposely, which I'm sure that would have gotten him in a lot of trouble. And that that was enough to like help Deadpool get made into a real movie from all the demand. And also I guess Kingsman last year, cause Kingsman is also a 20th century Fox uh, comic book R rated film. And they were like, yeah, this was successful. Let's do Deadpool then. Yeah, I mean that was that was very violent and weird, and yeah, that does kind of pave the way because it's almost the same time of year too. Oh yeah, it was right on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. Uh, but I'm more of a Kingsman person, I think, than yeah. Deadpool. Kingsman, that was a great movie. 
I really I like seen, Kingsman. I haven't seen Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Kingsman, I read this really cool piece about Kingsman, how it's a lot to do with um, uh, cla- uh, the class structure and things like that. And then it like made me respect that movie even more. It's like a lot going on in that movie. Obviously, my favorite character in uh, Deadpool, like you, you can guess who it is, right? Cyclops? No, Sonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah. yeah. She is great. Yeah, the... There's only two X-Men in this movie you see on screen. It's Colossus and this character nobody ever heard of called Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who is this edgy teen girl. The actress is 20, so it's okay. Anyway, so, like, in the comics, she was just this random telepath who appeared for, like, three panels and nobody gave a shit about. She she was really not that interesting in the... I think the director admitted that, like, yeah, we I just picked this character because it it had a cool name and that's it. And they changed her powers into um, I don't know, running really fast and then exploding. <laughs> that's her power. Yeah, got time. It definitely fits better with her name. That's what they were going for. Something that fits her name because no one cares about that old the the original Negasonic Teenage Warhead, which. That's how Deadpool started. He was just this serious character made by um, what's Rob Liefeld. Yeah. Was just well, like he's a, still he, he was still smart alecky and stuff, but it wasn't until somebody else came in and made him break the fourth wall that he really became the Deadpool we like now. Because yeah. yeah. I I read Deadpool comics in the '90s, and I would be like laughing hysterically. Like he was always really funny, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until the breaking the fourth wall stuff happened that he really took off. Oh yeah. But now Deadpool is, <laughs> I guess now Deadpool is going to be like, you know, popular among normal people. Because it was, Deadpool was always huge among nerds and stuff because he was on these video games and cameoed and a bunch of things. Yeah. But now, like, your average person's going to know who Deadpool is. And now that's going to make all these people dress up as Deadpool in conventions and it's never going to end. I was kind of surprised how many normal people wanted to see it, like how big it got was surprising because like breaking the fourth wall and like him uh, critiquing what's going on while it's going while the movie's going on. That's not something people normal people are really into. So it's like kind of interesting. But I I am I will say after seeing it, I'm so excited for another Deadpool movie because they can they don't have to do the origin story next time. They can go even crazier like. Is, have you ever read the Deadpool comic where he goes back in time into a Spider-Man comic and they take Spider-Man out and put Deadpool in it? <laughs> no. Have you? Have you? It's real. Like the the character is kind of interesting because like there's a lot of Deadpool comics that aren't like that good. They're a little too silly. But like there's every now and then they really take advantage of how much he breaks the fourth wall and they basically change the. They didn't change any of the story except they changed Spider-Man's dialogue to Deadpool's and they put Deadpool in there. And it's like they they call up Forrest Gumping a old Spider-Man issue. It's kind of cool. <laughs> but he he's a cool character. I mean, I don't I think people think I hate the movie a little. I don't hate it. I just like wasn't I guess I'm not as enamored with it, but I still think he's a really fun character. And Ryan Reynolds did an amazing job. Like he did he was really good in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was kind of like, uh, if they ever do a sequel, like I'm hoping it's gonna focus on just Negasonic Teenage Warhead and Colossus themselves, because Colossus he just seems like a <laughs> Colossus just seems like a just a cartoon character. Like this whole this movie. Well, just, he was he was a cartoon character. Literally. Oh yeah, he was CG. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just like the movie just felt like partially some sort of s- 
skit online. Like, it just stopped feeling like a superhero movie and just felt like someone's uh, parody. Well, it felt... it was uh, Colossus was a weird character to put in there because to me it felt like Cyclops should have been the person would have been more of a natural fit. Like that, they had to, ch- that Colossus is like a different Colossus than we've ever seen. The, um, the one in the, the older movies for X-Men, like he was just like a regular guy who would, I'm not too familiar with Colossus. Is could Colossus just uh, change in and out from human to cyborg? Or, or no, he turns into metal. He turned his I skin mean, turns yeah, into metal. I mean, yeah, metal, but he's originally Russian and they didn't have him be Russian in the movies. Until Deadpool, this is the first time he's been Russian. Yeah, I mean, if you go back to the older movies, like, he's just this muscular guy, but still thin, and here he's a straight-up cartoon character, (laughs) which you never see his human form. Uh, one really insignificant thing about it. Hmm. Uh, they make, like, a joke about the villain, like, looking kind of like a hardcore, just sort of, like, early 2000s superhero, and they're like, go back to Blade 2. Have fun with the midnight premiere of Blade 2. Yeah, yeah, that, that. yeah, yeah. I love that. that. I love that line. I laughed at it really hard in the theater, but it made me just think: like, contextu- contextually in this universe, is there a Marvel comics where there's no X Men? Mm, I don't know. Oh. Maybe. It's just like wow, jokes Cables, like that. You went way too deep into that joke. Like, I would have thought because Ryan Reynolds was in Blade Trinity. That's the joke. Oh, oh wow, that went right. over my. Wait, did you guys not realize that? I forgot about that, yeah. I thought they were just making a Marvel Comics joke. Oh, no, I I thought it was a Ryan Reynolds. Like, they made a bunch of Ryan Reynolds jokes. You know, you're probably right. You're probably right. I mean, I'm I'm surprised he he probably didn't say Blade Trinity because half the audience would be like, what? What's? Oh, right. And that would have taken too long. So Blade 2, people at least remember, you know? Yeah. But, But still, I mean... Jokes like that just make me think about, like, how these universes work. Like, like Deadpool, like, references Batman and Robin, so that means there's a DC Comics in there, but then they reference Blade 2, and that means there's a Marvel Comics in here. Well, it's the like, thing that's... Deadpool's a different character because Deadpool understands that he's... Um, uh, he understands in the comics that he's a comic book character, and he's self-aware, so what he understands is our understanding. Well... Mm-hmm. I, yeah, fair point. But like, it's like when Spider-Man, well, Aunt May and the original Spider-Man brings up Superman. It's like the Double Dragon movie that has the Double Dragon arcade game in the background. Yeah. What? No one knows. But yeah, Negasonic Teenage Warhead is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anything else to say oh, about sh- Deadpool? Should we talk about the opening credits at least? Because those were amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I would spoil. Well, a minor spoiler. Not really a spoiler. Just, you know, I, I don't like ruining jokes for people who are going to watch the movie. Okay. Never mind. I mean, it, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. it's fine. Yes. Yeah, there's no joke at the opening credits. Don't ignore that, everyone. Yeah. There's nothing funny. Deadpool is the most serious movie you will ever experience in your whole well, life. That is the thing they're wondering is what's this going to do to the X Men movies? Because Brian Singer, this is his last one. X-Men Apocalypse is his last one. And they're wondering, like, is there going to be a Deadpool and X-Force franchise independent from the X-Men? Like, people are wondering what Deadpool's going to do to the X-Men Fox movies uh, in the future, which I'm curious about. I think there'll probably be Deadpool 2 before there's an X-Force, though. Mm-hmm. So. 
And also, uh, with this being a rated R movie, there's all there was all that discussion about like uh, all Hollywood saying we should make more R-rated uh, action superhero movies, which. You know, I I feel the perfect one that they should try adapting. Well, they they tried before, but they canceled it. Um, Scud, the disposable assassin. It's because it's just as ridiculous. But uh, Scud is a more normal character, and everything around him is fucking insane. Which I guess it would work better as a cartoon. Which the the creator of that comic, uh, Rob Schraub, he's going to be directing the Lego Movie. And if they were to do like a CG movie of Scud, the disposable assassin, but like an R-rated CG kids. Uh, no, wait, an R-rated film <laughs> in that style. That would be perfect if he were to direct it himself. I bet they would because uh, Dan Harmon has a studio. But Rob Schraub, or who did on Anomalisa and among and Rick and Morty and a bunch of other stuff, I guess they could, but Rob Schraub's going to be Lego Movie 2 goes into production next year. Mm-hmm. And to my understanding, that's like a lot of work. So... I don't know if they would just because they're both – because didn't Dan Harmon wrote on it as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's both of theirs or something? Yeah. yeah. So it's like they're both super busy for the next year or two. So I think maybe – I mean that's a good point. Why don't they do that? That would yeah. be perfect right now after Deadpool. Because I, I don't know if Scud could ever work as a live action movie because it's very – like it's pretty much like Earthworm Jim and everything's a cartoonish th- sort of thing because I don't know how a lot of that stuff would translate in real life. Good. All right, so is that all for Deadpool? Poo Questions. If anybody has a question, be sure to write the word question first so it's easier to find in the YouTube video of this uh, podcast. You can ask at any time within the week this airs. Alec, Michael, question. Have you guys ever seen a piece of media that you thought would have worked better in another form of media? Like a movie that would have worked better as a TV show or a movie that would have worked better as a game? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I hear a lot of people say The Watchmen would have been better as like a miniseries. I I agree with that. That's kind of actually how I felt. I was like, I can't wait till someone remakes this as an HBO miniseries. Because it it like there's too much detail in that. I felt I felt that way about X Men for a long time. Is I think X Men's more of a it would probably work better as a TV show because there's so much detail and so many different things going on. It's like hard to do a team thing as a movie because you always are never going to be able to focus on every team member. You know those uh, video games like uh, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls? Uh, you mean David Cage games? David Cage games. Like, just make a fucking movie. The, their stories aren't that good. Oh, well, you know, just make a fanfiction dot uh, account. Good job, man. Shit. Good job. Well, I don't know. He's got to find a place in these, it's like... Who wants to play these games? Like, really? It's like, what's the point? I'm brushing my hair, and then I'm brushing my teeth in the game. It's just like, what's the point of all of this? You know? It, it was all because um, the new new um, next-gen generation came out, and everybody was like, oh, shit. 
you can you can do things like brush teeth in the game. Wow. It's fucking amazing. Whoa! Wow. Beyond two souls, I like to go beyond her two holes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> Next question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, see. So no other uh, media that sh- would have been better as a different form of media? Uh, I was never understood why there was never a Metroid movie. Mm, yeah. That, that seems like at least the first one. Yeah, there was a Metroid movie. It was called Alien. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Well, but Alien was... Yeah, never mind. You're right. <laughs> Let's see. Nolan jested me again. <laughs> Score one for Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I, I came up with one just now. Uh, Big Bang Theory would be a lot better if it was just a pile of garbage that I could throw away. <laughs> Isn't it already? Oh, good point. You, good point. Wow, Jim, you're you're kind of off your game today. Just getting mm. fucking roasted left and right. Well, I'm a little sick, so. <laughs> oh, J- Jim has an excuse. Oh, yeah. Dang. Jim has a crutch he can lean on and you yeah. this round, Jim. But next time, next time, well, I'll get you. Okay, Rough Cut Pony AJ. Question, as a kid, did you frequent Blockbuster or similar VHS rental stores? And if so, what movies slash games do you remember renting often? I constantly rented the movie The Thief and the Cobbler and the GameCube game Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure, which I have now bought as an adult. And yes, that game is pretty awesome. The only game that I really remember renting for my video plus was... uh. Powerpuff Girls Relish Rampage, and I remember the uh, distinct look of disappointment on my dad's face when he had to pay the cashier. Oh. <laughs> game is sh- wait, wait, was that the GameCube game? The PS2 game. Oh, okay, yeah, I have that. I, was, I thought you were. I was thinking the 64 game, which is horrendous. But Relish Rampage—that's the one where you can just where you flew through the city, except you only had like three levels of flying. Like you could either fly in these grid paths, like a like a train track, like low, medium, or high, and it just felt so constraining. Plus, plus, you were weren't you couldn't fly. It wasn't like an open world. It was just like a bit of a chunk of the city. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing. Like it's a, I, it's a mess to play through. Like it could have been cool, but no, no one can do like a flying superhero game right. You think you think it would be. It wouldn't be that hard, but for some reason it is. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for, like, the the Arkham Asylum equivalent of uh, Superman games. Like I wonder what Rocksteady's going to do now, now that they're done with Batman. Uh, Are they going to make another trilogy that's, like, really, really good and then ends on a shitty note? Hmm. Or are they going to make an actually good trilogy that constantly gets better and better? I don't know, but they'll probably go for... They had some know. hints... They had some hints, apparently, about Superman in um, the the last Arkham game. So maybe they actually will make a Superman game. Someone's got to do a perfect Superman game eventually. Well, that's I, I like that Sega game. I played that many times. <laughs> oh, yeah, the plat- but it's a 2D platformer. I want to explore the city. I want to fucking fly, oh. except in a... I mean, Superman 64, like, it was trying to be an open-world game, but... Uh, a lot of things went wrong in development, so it's like, uh, just have them fly through rings. Fuck it. And that was the game. <laughs> I, like, I like that. Yeah, so much ambition. and hmm. But what have you rented a bunch of times? This is probably, I guess since 
video stores aren't around, I could admit this, but I would just copy them and then watch them a bunch at home. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what I, I usually would do. But I did end up renting, like, like, if it was rarer and I just want to prove to my friends I got it from this video store, I remember doing that with, like, a couple... I probably rented a racer head way too many times and stuff, but... But, like, do you remember Hollywood Video? Did oh, you yeah. have any of those? Yeah, those, I remember, that store was cooler because they had a cult movie section and an animation section. Like, they had cooler sections than just action, drama, you know, comedy. They had, like, cooler sections. So I was like them. You know, I went there a lot. But Blockbuster starts to run, uh, you start to get sick of Blockbuster because it was so generic, you know? Mm-hmm. So. But also, Block, uh, Blockbuster is swag. Hollywood video is class. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the, the cool thing about Hollywood video is like uh, a third of their store for some places. Uh, it was also a game crazy, which was their uh, brand of game stores. And I would buy a bunch of used games and like near the tail end of when they stopped selling like retro games, like from the NES to Dreamcast, all their retro games were for a dollar, so I just got, like, uh, Banjo-Kazooie 1 and 2, no, wait, the second one already had the first one, but, like, Majora's Mask, all these great games for, like, a dollar, and it was, like, (laughs) it was just perfect, and now that era is gone. What I always rented from Hollywood Video was, uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas, like, I saw that once on TV, like, half of it, and I... And Kingdom Hearts was popular at the time. And like, ooh, I want to see the full movie. So I rented it from Block, from Hollywood Video. And I would rent that like every fucking week. I was obsessed with it. I watched all the bonus features and commentaries. And like my Neopets store. Like in Neopets, you can make your own store and sell things. Well, for virtual money, of course. But uh, you could just have like a, a shitty Medi version of the Nightmare Before Christmas theme play as people will shop through your store. And it was amazing. And that's what started my whole Emily phase. This is the saddest thing I think I've ever heard. Look, we all went through a nightmare before Christmas phase, you know, like when we're all like acting like teen girls who just got off watching Foamy the Squirrel on Newcrowds.com while signing to bring back invaders. Oh, God damn it. Stop. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, that ruined my life. But look, we can all look back on the early 2000s and laugh at how amazing it was. You know, I guess so. Didn't kick, I didn't kick out Pan this time because I figured he, everybody would boo him off before he could actually. <laughs> Come on, we all relate to that. Well, I did, but I don't know. You, you guys aren't teen girls. I, yeah. I mean, the, were you a teen girl? Was... Are you implying you were a teen girl at some point? Anyway, so what's going? What? What, Jim? Oh, I, I was just saying, my early two thousands were fine. No one must know all. my secret. I used to rent from Blockbuster all the time uh, the Super Mario Super Show. <laughs> when was this? Uh, it was uh, like when I was six, so about ten years ago. Yeah. Like, I was obsessed with that show. It was like it was like that episode of Megas XLR where they're like, yeah, but, like, we just handed it back into the store. Let's go rent it again. 
<laughs> but um, like I, I remember when I watched the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Like I remember it, it aired at like six a.m., seven a.m. on like USA or something, like reruns of it. And my cousin was like, "Wake up, we're gonna watch." It's like, no, I'm gonna sleep. But I never got the chance to watch it. But until like early era of internet, like two thousand three or so. AOL had their own division called AOL Kids, where they s- streamed um, shows like the Mario Show and the Zelda cartoon and other Deke properties. And I was always wondering, like, why does everything look wrong? Why is Ganon a pig? Why is uh, Princess Peach uh, have orange hair? It, I was so confused because I only I was only familiar with the Super Nintendo and Beyond, but those were based on the NES games where they took a lot of liberties in the designs. The Super Mario Super Show was how I found out about Mario. Wow! So for, for a short, not not gonna lie, for a short stint of time, I thought the games were based off the show. Wow! I was a dumb kid. Okay, we were all dumb kids. Yeah, but that's like, Gables, are you okay? What was your childhood like? <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> For me, um, I saw I rented the Super Mario Bros. movie and I watched it and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> oh, dude, oh, yeah. I saw that. I saw that movie in theaters. And I remember when I came to school, I was in elementary school, and I came to school that Monday, everyone was like, that movie was so awesome. Oh my God, he had a Nike thing on his shoe, the yeah. bomb said Nike. That was so funny. Oh my God. Like people were like freaking out. And then I was like, man, I wish I had brought a video camera to see these kids flipping out over the worst movie oh. ever. That would have been so funny now, but like, but it really happened. I remember people just going like, oh, and he was like, what's your name? Hey, Mario, Mario, what's your name? Luigi Mario? Ah! Kids were into it. Oh, that, that's like, uh, there, there's this video of like, uh, when Ep- Star Wars Episode One premiered, someone videotaped like the first reactions to the midnight premiere and everyone was like, wow, that was the greatest movie ever. And I'm just wondering if someone were there for the Mario Brothers movie, if that would be the same thing. Fantastic. Go see it as quick as you can. It was better than all. I think the lightsaber battles were the greatest. It was good, dude. It was really good. So worth it. So worth it. They're going to love it. They're going to go nuts. It was amazing. I couldn't get enough of it. I want to see it again already. It was amazing. It was everything I thought it was going to be and more. Non-stop. 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 I can't wait to see it in three hours. I'll be lining up straight in the line again. A lot of action. A lot of noise. Thumbs way down. You didn't like it. No, I, I think I deserve a public apology from George Lucas. I saw that video, like a compilation. There's like someone at the end who goes like, I think George Lucas should <laughs> send a public apology. <laughs> yeah, truly. He was above all that one guy. He knew what he was doing. But uh, did your video store like has you have you ever seen this or is it just a movie thing where there's just a, the back section where it's just uh, walled off by a bunch of beads through a doorway and that's where all the porn is like have you ever seen that I've never seen that I saw that more in New York video stores than I did mm-hmm. when I lived in Maryland I never it would just be a separate store but also Baltimore had porn theaters when I was growing up uh, so I think people there people there like it old school mm-hmm. they like to jerk off in front of other people <laughs> in the dark I guess this is bullshit Pee Wee did nothing wrong no he didn't that's 
that pisses me off because apparently they would just go there and arrest people. But what are you supposed to do at the porno theater? I just don't understand. <laughs> not jerk off. Well, I guess this is why they're not uh, releasing the new Pee Wee Herman movie for theaters. Oh, with the oh. Netflix. That doesn't look that. Oh yeah, that doesn't look that good. I'm mm. not. I'm um, not excited for that. I don't know what's what's the budget for like a typical Netflix original movie. I don't know. Like don't five know. million dollars. Hmm. Yeah. I, know, I think that's how much that um, Adam Sandler one was. No, that that definitely costs more than that. Let's see. Next question, I guess. Oh, yeah. D's Nut says, question, how do you feel about people who believe everything like a cartoon on TV is a part of the Illuminati? Like, for example, my m- mom believes that Gravity Falls is a part of it. Wow. Wait, how, how, sad. how do we know he's not part of the Illuminati asking us so they can find out information about the Illuminati? Wow, D's Nut. Oh, they are the Illuminati. Well, in that case, we should just skip this question. We, we should. We. I don't want to answer this question. I don't know anything about the Illuminati. I have plausible deniability. What's, yeah, a, I, what's an Illuminato? What? I have nothing against the Illuminati at all. I think they're great. They're wonderful. Yeah. I love reptoids. Well, this user, this YouTube user who asks this question is named D's Nuts, so you can trust. You can trust D's Nuts. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, but that's what the Illuminati wants you to trust, D's Nuts. Mm-hmm. But I'm not trusting D's Nuts, Illuminati. He, he was a good political runner for a short, brief time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's true, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Damn. Yeah, but, He actually uh, did propose some good stuff. He did. Uh, I can't wait to vote for him in 2020. D's Nuts did nothing wrong. I remember there was this local convention where they just got, like, some... I don't know, they're desperate to get anybody. Like, they got some random vampire from twilight when that was popular and like i remember like the convent the panel which the panel was in the same room as the rest of the exhibit hall so it was a pretty small convention so like so you can just overhear everybody talking anyway this one person just asked so you guys work at hollywood do you guys know anything about the illuminati and if it's true or not and I'm just thinking, is this? Did, did this guy expect an honest reaction? It would be funny if they answered and they're like, "Look, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who's listening right now, but since this is a smaller convention, I'll tell you the truth. The Illuminati runs everything. Everything is run by them. You don't understand what it's like in Hollywood. And then like two guys in in like black in, in suits, like in men in black costumes, come and grab him and they oh, run shit. off with him. <laughs> no, what they, what should have happened was the was just everyone laughs at him. Even the the people on stage, they just laugh him off. But like when he's returning to his car later that night, like someone stops him. And was like, so you want to know more? Step inside my van, and they take him off to uh, another part of the world, and he goes on this big adventure, and he's the chosen one, and he saves the day, but no one knows that he did save the day. Are we writing a movie? (laughs) That's how I expect it to happen, you know? Like, he could be out there. Okay, Hollywood, call us up. We got a pitch. Yes. You know what really happened in that story? He asked that question. And then he went home to like where he lived in a small apartment with his mom or something. And then he's like, she's like, so did you ask the question? Go, I did. And they were fucking nervous, mom. They were fucking nervous. (laughs) Hollywood's on notice for me. For me. Finally got them. (laughs) He's like, I finally got those assholes. I will will take them down and they know I'm around to do it. I'll be back at... At Texas Con 2013. Yeah, suck it. 
you don't mess with Texas. When when his his credit card gets declined the next year, he goes fucking Illuminati. I'm not even <laughs> gonna call the credit card company because I know who fucking did it. I don't care if it says I haven't paid in six months. It's the fucking Illuminati. Shit, they're after me. <laughs> so is this the end of the podcast? I guess so. Yeah. yeah I'm pan. Oh wait, Nolan, did you want to announce something? Oh, oh. fuck. <laughs> That's right. Um, we have something to announce, me and Jim. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah, don't do. this all on me, Jim. Even though I was oh, yeah. we're, about it. We're going to do a co-Ben 10 commentary review, right? Yeah, something like that. On the yeah. Ben 10 it's Race Against Time live action movie. That you were doing a podcast. It's going to happen. And we're doing, we're doing that too, but we haven't really dealt with that yet, oh. so... <laughs> fucking idiot, you ruined it! Well, I tried. Well, Ben 10 commentary, it's coming, coming yeah. soon. Well, yeah, coming soon. I guess we'll hopefully be done by the next podcast and we can link it. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll work on it. We'll, we've got to organize yeah, the time. So they're doing a commentary on a Ben 10 movie nobody gives a shit about, and I'm going to do a review on a Nickelodeon show that nobody gives a shit about anymore. You want to fuck the robot. Good night, everyone. Play me out, Stephanie. Don't want to be an American idiot. Don't want a nation under the new mania. And can you hear the sound of hysteria? The subliminal mindfuck America. Welcome, Welcome to, to a new kind of tension all across the alien nation where everything is meant to be okay. Television dreams of tomorrow. We're not the ones who were meant to follow. For that's enough to argue. Well, maybe I'm the America. I'm not part of the redneck agenda. No, now everybody, everybody do the propaganda, propaganda and sing along to the age of paranoia. I don't know. We didn't. We didn't even acknowledge Stev at all. <laughs> we didn't say we're, we're Stev. Oh shit! We didn't. Shit. Oh. No. Do do the t- um text to like speech program. Just say we forgot to mention <laughs> Stev is dead. Shit. <laughs> Oh no! Oh well, he is fucking deader than dead. He is the is biggest, gonna... most deadest person ever. Will that something. offend him that we we didn't even mention him? Mm. I'm just sort of here instead yeah, of. Wait, wait, wait. I can just pretend. Wait, this is. Yeah, hang on. Let me just. I'll edit this. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. I'll edit this at the <laughs> end of the podcast. I mean, I'll edit this at the beginning of the podcast. And Gables is here, everyone, and Stevs is missing. There, oh, I can edit that in. <laughs> <laughs> no one will know. Oh my god. We're terrible people. <laughs> oh jeez. Would you be offended about that? I don't think oh. you would.